Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Headphones On Podcast, episode 33. I'm Dina. I'm Millie. Today's all about old school R&B. We have a corresponding playlist to this episode, and you can find it on our Instagram highlights and stories at Headphones On underscore, TikTok at Headphones On underscore, and our Twitter at underscore headphones underscore on. There, you'll also find links to previous episodes and playlists. Feel free to hit follow on all the above to stay in touch with us. Let's get into it. So we're back. We're back. We're back. You're many months <laughs> away. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, I think I it was a nice a holiday. I've, I've missed this. I'm. It was, I don't know. It's been, honestly, it's been hard to even listen to music. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But thank God for Cleo. I'll say thank God for Cleo Soul's new album. Yes, seriously. <laughs> but um, we are back, mm-hmm. and holiday was nice. Yeah, it was. It was just nice to be with friends and family. Yeah, yeah, we had a nice time. Yeah, I think so. It was. I just I hadn't been back to Michigan since July, since my dad's birthday. So it was really, really nice to be back home. And I didn't realize how much I need to go back home more. Just. I was kind of busy with other things in the fall. And so I'm going to kind of make it a point to be back in Michigan because it really just kind of like gave me the boost that I didn't know I was missing. Yeah. Uh, I hibernated. (laughs) I just, I did not leave my apartment and I absolutely loved it. Well, that is nice. I I absolutely loved it. I did take advantage of the Nest sample sale. Nice. Because they they had one in Miami. Um, and I did buy some candles cause I told you I'm committed to my house smelling like the apartment has to smell like Dubai. <laughs> so do you also, cause I, I do a mixture of like oils, candles, and incense. I'll have to send you over some of the incense that I use in the house because when my friend went to Dubai, I guess she's like everywhere I went smelled like you in your house. And so I'll send it's you, very I'll send you what I oud. Use. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. I I use it. I use it all. But Good. yes, I want you to come in and be like, "You've kidnapped the Sultan. Where is he? <laughs> Where is he? Let's go. That's awesome. <sighs> no, a scent like your home is the most important place for a person, and I think way it smells, looks, feels like no matter what you're into, it should be comforting for you. Like, do yeah. what makes you happy. Make it smell how you want it to smell. Like it's your refuge from the entire world. So I love it. I love that you you got into the Sultan swing of things. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. love it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So on to the episode. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite '90s R&B memory? Am I the only one? No. I. Th- <laughs> I mean, I think my mine might just be a bit generic. It was listening to the radio and just because. It was around in the 80s and the 90s. Um, I mean, obviously the 70s, but the music, the stations were playing 80s and 90s. And so I'd listen to the radio and then discovering Brandy in junior high school. I think that was like yes. a, big, a big deal for me, I think. Just like somebody that was in high school herself singing these beautiful songs with a beautiful voice. She just hooked me. And ever since then, I've fallen even more in love with the genre. Yeah, it was definitely the same time for me. It was junior high or middle yeah. school. Yeah, middle and school, yeah, I mean, well, it's a, it used to be called junior high. I guess now yeah. it's it's been middle school for some time. But yeah. in the 80s, was it called junior high? But it was around that time for me, too. Like after dance class, like my friends would just have a jam session oh. and just sing along to like TLC to the top of our lungs. Like oh. the yeah. song was What About Your Friends? And we have other 
other jams too, like stuff from Mary J. Blige and SWV. Like we couldn't sing at all. So it was pretty funny. Remember a boy dedicated the song Comforter by Shy to me. (laughs) That's so cute. He liked me and I liked another boy at the time. Oh gosh. Young young love. (laughs) So this is going to be like a real um, throwback episode, I think. So I, I don't know. Yeah, different. I did. I did it where I listed. I didn't stay within the requirements. Um, I have more. And then I also um, kind of did 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s and modern day. Good. So, yeah, that's I good. To span the ages of R&B. It's such a it's such an interesting um It's such an is- interesting genre of music because it's kind of sp- spawn so many different things like there's r&b soul r&b and hip-hop like, yeah I remember we're having this discussion about r&b and hip-hop and what signifies one or the other so we'll see yeah i mean also like some of the most beautifully written songs come out of the genre oh yeah i think also specifically in the 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 early era, like, you know, like, how do you get a song like Forever My Lady by Jodeci? Just these passionate lyrics, um, beautiful melodies, insane vocals, like you couldn't ask for more, you know? Is there a song that didn't make it to the playlist, didn't make the cut? Um, There were a lot that didn't make it just for kind of like time's sake, but I have a set playlist for that. But a lot of popular songs from the 90s and 2000s that I was in love and obsessed with, I can't put on because there's a certain somebody that was featured on all of these songs. And yeah, a lot of stuff has come out about him. There's been whisperings about him for ages. And there's been more concrete stuff come out about him. And I just honestly, I can't get past it. I just can't. And it sucks. Not that uh... I like him specifically, but just because of the fact that like, he is on so many songs. It's so annoying. He, well, I think we might we might have the same person. I was tempted to include R. Kelly, but FM. No, mine's, <laughs> mine's Diddy. Yours Diddy? No, mine's R. Kelly. And I, I mean, mean he. Both, but... Yeah, I mean, the my body's calling is a great song, God, but I'm not song. I'm not but adding it to the list. <laughs> but that's the thing. At least R. Kelly, like the music was so good. Whereas Diddy's like contribution to when he's like featured on a, on an album is just so lame sometimes or on a, well, on no, a song. his that's he's correct. Like, yeah. His know, artists were good. His artists the, were good. Right. Yeah. But his, his contribution was, uh, uh, no, unless he was rapping, he was fine. Yeah. But like, there's, I think a song with, was it Faith Evans? I'm like, I can't, I can't No, or can't. There's another song that I put, I'm like, no, I can't put this on here. I just, it was really annoying. I'm telling you, I think, and I think, I think in the past few months, I've just acknowledged that celebrities are just going to let you down <laughs> no matter what. They're just going to let you down and you're just kind of like, oh, damn you know how, it. You know how you were in school and you had some teachers say, you start my class off with an A and then you go from there. My idea in thinking about not just celebrities, but people in general and this might not be the best policy, but it's like, I'm not going to assume anything good about you. You're going to have to prove it to me. Like, I cannot because yeah. I don't like I've been so disappointed by, you know, but again, people are people and I can't really like we're multifaceted and we're, we can. We're not, yeah. You know, yeah. So nobody's perfect. Yeah. I think I've also gotten to the point where it's like I have to detach the artist from the person. I've done it. 
because I've had to do it. Like, it's just, there's no, we yeah. wouldn't be listening to anybody. No, but. no art, no music. No, no music, music, no art, Actually, no movies. I, I'm not really interested in movies quite as much as I used to be. I just don't really care for them. I'd rather read the book. No, I get you. I know. It's just, especially because it's like, you know, just kind of like, I want to see, I wanted to see, first I want to read Flowers of the New Moon, but then I wanted to see it. And then I'm just like, wait, it's not, I don't know. And then also like Napoleon, where um, the director was like, I'm not trying to be historically accurate. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But it's like, I don't but, know. I'm just uh, yeah. annoying. No, I haven't seen movies that I really, really loved lately. Yeah. I did see Saltburn. I liked it. See, because everybody was freaking out about it. I can't. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people that were freaking out about it. You better drink my bath water. That's <laughs> like that's that, that should not give it. This should not give you the ick. Yes, that's that's the kind of like adoration I want from a person. Oh, no, 100 percent. Be obsessed. Please be, be, obsessed. be obsessed. Or just please don't talk to me. I mean, I'm sorry. They're over it. But it's a it's a it's a really smart film. Uh, I think the director did a good job. She's amazing. Yes. I I liked it. I I enjoyed it, but I totally get what you're saying. I had yeah. to cut a lot. I cut a lot from my playlist because we'd be here all day. I didn't include Freak Me by Silk. I love that song. Like what what were we doing listening to these songs at we 14? You we were even younger. Know. You were you were a baby. But like we didn't know what they were, it just sounded good. I didn't know what <laughs> just that sound- was about. I was like, yeah. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> no. But even but, songs like like even some of our Kelly stuff, like you remind well, like me of my Jeep. Like... Music, yeah, but it's the grown and sexy Friday night music and Saturday night music that they would play at like nine o'clock. Remember that on the radio? Well, Quiet Storm, but the Quiet Storm, yeah, the grown and sexy stuff. Like that's what they would play. Now it's like it's a free-for-all. Kids can listen to that at five at two PM. <laughs> doesn't matter with the internet um no we just didn't know we had no idea i had no idea it was fun though it was fun what a time what a time okay okay let's get into our picks millie what's up first okay so i'm going classic first um cool it now by new edition off their self-titled sophomore album released in 1984 new edition is ronnie bobby ricky and mike no just kidding (laughs) just kidding The members are Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, Bobby Brown, Ronnie DeVoe, Ralph Transvent, and Johnny Gill, who joined the the group after Bobby Brown left the group. And each of them have, like, they they still have incredible solo careers. I mean, I think you talked about Bell, Biv, DeVoe in an episode. Um, And I just realized that I didn't add Bobby Brown to my playlist. I might have. Let me just, I will see if I did, but honestly, he's not one of my favorites. And only maybe like one song by him anyways. I think you want to know why? Because Don't Be Cruel is such an iconic album. Yeah. I mean, we would not have the Roger Rabbit if it wasn't for Bobby Brown. And I know how to do the Roger Rabbit. So like now you can guess my age. All right, well, we'll add a Bobby Brown song just for good measure. But for sure. New Edition formed in 1978 in Boston, Massachusetts. The founding member was Bobby Brown, and they're considered the first modern boy band. And the name New Edition came from the fact that they were considered the New Edition of the Jackson Five, okay. which was the OG boy band, in my opinion. Um, yeah. They became New Edition became the blueprint for New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys and In Sync. 
And there were also, I remember that being the first R&B group or just group really that I remember listening to and loving as a kid. I was obsessed. Mm -hmm. Ronnie DeVoe was probably one of my first crushes. Mm -hmm. I thought he was so adorable. Um, River Phoenix was my first crush actually, but (laughs) I did. I love Ronnie DeVoe. And I mean, it was hard to pick just one song from them because I really love them all. I think probably Heartbreak is probably my favorite album from 1988 because that's the one that was produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Right. And I love Candy Girl. Like, oh, my oh, God. So good. They, they had hits upon hits. I really, really, really am a big fan of New Edition. So next up is You Got It All by the Jets from their self-titled debut album in 1985. So formed in 1977, there's in Sisters, and they achieved major success in the 80s. Many, many, many top 10 hits. Um, the song has a really interesting backstory. It was written by Rupert Holmes. Dina spoke about him mm-hmm. on our last episode, the Yacht Rock episode, and his hit was the Piña Colada song. Yep. And thanks to everybody that listened to that episode, by the way. Like, we got tons of compliments on that episode. We have a lot of uh, yacht, secret Yacht Rock fans. We have lovers <laughs> of the Yacht Rock. It did better than hip-hop. Thanks, guys. <laughs> It's, it's just good. I love hip hop, but Yacht Rock is just, it hits different. It's just, it, it hits you know. totally different. Mm-hmm. I got to say, we're really happy that you guys enjoyed the Yacht Rock episode. Thank you. Yeah. But Holmes wrote this song um, for his daughter, Wendy. She passed away when she was just 10 years old of a brain tumor. So she never got to listen to the song, sadly. And Elizabeth Wolfgram, she was only 12 when they recorded the song, just wow. 12. So she had difficulty, I guess, connecting with the lyrics because she was a child. And how do you grasp these romantic feelings and whatnot? And then the manager told her to imagine that she was singing to a puppy. I mean, she really sung this, this song, like with such grace and poise, maturity. It really is a beautiful song. Listen to the song. It's so pretty. Um, Next up, I'm going to try to like go as quickly as because I think I have a feeling this is going to be a long episode. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too, but it's going to be a good one. It's going to be good where it's been a few months, so we're going to give you a long one. <laughs> so Tender Love by 4SMDs off the album Chillin' 1985. The song was written and produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. The song was a huge hit on the R&B charts, like classic Quiet Storm track. Actually, I just realized that Quiet Storm, it's not only like a radio format, it's actually a genre of R&B. Oh, nice. Like it's, okay. it's actually a genre. It's performed in smooth, romantic, jazz-influenced style. So I had no idea. Like all this time, I just thought that it was just a radio program, but no. Yeah, it's so, just a genre. A it's a genre. A genre. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the... Of the quiet storm. This one, this one made my um, list as well. It did. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good, mm-hmm. good, good. All right, "Love You Down" by Ready, Ready for the World, um, off the album "Long Time Coming," nineteen eighty six. They're a group from Flint, Michigan, known for slow jams and new jack swing hits. One of the best songs, and like it was played on the radio all and, the time, and it made like my early nineties just childhood dreams. I love, I love this song still so much to this day. Really? It's so good. Oh yeah, it's you do? so good. I love this song. It's one of my favorites. No, <laughs> I do. I was bopping around in my room and like basement, listen, like have the radio. I would just, 
I love this song. Also, Michigan, you know, come on. Oh gosh. It's, it's a, so I good. mean, it's a really beautiful love song. Like yeah. I just think again, but it, I feel like it's just like young love. I just feel yeah. like it's all about young love. It's just like, cause she says, she's like, it doesn't really matter if it's too damn young for me. Like, you know, if it's, if I'm too young for this, it's just so sweet. I'm telling you like the most creative lyrics ever. Like I just, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, I do too. Okay. Next up, and hear me out, is Please Don't Go Girl by the New Kids on the Block. Listen, the I album, love it. Hanging Tough, 1988. Okay, boy band from Dorchester, Massachusetts that were formed in the 80s. And they might be classified as dance pop, but to me, they're R&B. At least yeah. this, song, this song is R&B. Yeah. It was written and produced by Marie Starr, who was also producer for New Edition until they split up. Well, they split with him due to financial reasons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> aka bustling funds allegedly (laughs) but (laughs) so star created this group as a response like as a white new edition let's say and in the early days they actually would sing covers of the stylistics and delphonics i was a big new kids on the block fan they are my favorite boy band ever this this song was mostly sung by um joey mcintyre who's my favorite new kid yeah i don't know should we do a boy band episode like, <laughs> no, because honestly, I'm not going to have much. Like, what am I going to have? All Backstreet Boys? Like, like yeah. Because I, I hate NSYNC. Well, no, I hate. I don't like NSYNC because of Justin. I think he's awful. Like, he's so annoying. Yeah. And he's like the quote unquote, <laughs> outside of like Lance, he's the most popular one. But even yeah. He's had like a downward descent on social media. But no, I, I was definitely New Kids on the Block and <clears throat> Backstreet Boys girl. I didn't really. But that's all I have. I mean, if yeah. you really make me think about it, I guess I can come up with some, like some, but no, I think, I think maybe, maybe our listeners would be like, you guys could skip this one. Yeah, I know. I don't think <laughs> like, I yeah. think we were totally lose. Well, I think we already lost the men that listened to us anyway. But... No, there's no men. There are no, <laughs> there's men, no men. There's no men here. That's fine. There are no men here. But oh yeah, God. we'll see. All right. Make It Last Forever by Keith Sweat and Jackie McGee, single that was released in 1988. The song was written and produced by Keith Sweat and Teddy Riley. I love Keith Sweat, yeah, R&B I mean, he legend. Doesn't. He is like every it's it's synonymous R&B. I mean, Keith. yeah, a lot of babies have probably been made been made off of Keith Sweat. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell off of I'm Ready 1993. Beautiful slow jam written and produced by Babyface and Daryl Simmons. He was only 12 when he was discovered. So apparently a family friend had him sing to Bobby Humphrey, who is one of my favorite jazz artists. And he was signed immediately after that. And his first hit, Rounded Round, which was produced by Prince, is actually making the rounds on TikTok. Yep. You see, this is when I get really happy about TikTok because you have these songs like they're, they're giving them new life, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> It's nice. They're not just sequestered somewhere in like, you know, the memory banks of time or something. No. And like they're getting popular again, which is really nice. And you could hear Prince singing background vocals on that, which is always cool. This also made my list because I love this song so much. I don't like his name, Tevin, but I love this song. It's such a beautiful song. I love this song so much. And his voice, it's just perfection. Yeah. Uh, Week by SWV. Off of It's About Time, 1992, vocal trio from NYC, formed as a gospel group in the 80s. This is a beautiful ballad. I love this. My friends used to sing along to this one. 
Next up is Shy, If I Ever Fall in Love Again, or If I Ever Fall in Love. I think that's the proper title. Shy off their self-titled debut album released in 1992. This song was a huge hit, played constantly on the radio. Shy's a cappella quartet from Washington, D.C., and their vocals are insane. Yeah, they're so talented. Again, so like, talented. Another one that came on the radio and you're just so happy to hear it because it's just, I mean, like it gave me chills. Like, they're so vocals. good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. I love this group. Yeah, they're great. So good. Um, I like by Cut Close off of Surrender 1995. Girl group discovered by Key Sweat. And he also produced their album. This is everything I love about 90s R&B. Just really sexy, slow song. Yeah. Play at night. Insane. Quiet Storm. Quiet Storm. <laughs> Quiet Storm song. Classic. <sighs> All right. Uh, Freak Like Me by Adina Howard off of Do You Want to Ride, 1995. Again, my young self had no business. <laughs> None whatsoever dancing to this, but you best believe I was. I mean, I was dancing to this. You're like, <laughs> it's I was good. dancing to this I was, song. Yep, I really was. I mean, it was good. I mean, it was an R&B. It's an R&B jam, like with a G-Funk beat. It was co-written by Bootsy Collins. Really well composed. Such a solid track. I never get tired of it. And apparently last year it was ranked, Billboard ranked it among the 500 best pop songs of all time. Amazing. We love Adina. Yes. All right. Um, next is Real Love by Mary J. Blige off What's the 411-1992. This is Mary's debut album. She's the R&B queen. We're not going to leave her off. Never. And Endless Hits off this album. Um, this is not my favorite song of hers. I Don't Want to Do Anything is my favorite song. And I think I spoke about that one in another episode, but I discovered Mary J. through Real Love. And it was the first song of hers that I remember my friends and I would sing to the top of our lungs. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's such a, a good song. It's such a good song, and I remember like after dance, like the girls that were in choir, like could listen, and they're like, "Nah, bitches, keep dancing." But like, I, hey, you have to sing along to Mary J. Blige. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, she's amazing. Oh, so good, and actually, gosh, there were so many songs of her that I wanted to add, and I didn't. But she really cornered the market on the sad R and B. Like that was she her, did yeah that was her definitely like she was not total queen of R and B but queen of like emotional sad breakup R and B I like immensely talented just, just so good straight out like straight out of the like off the bat like just so talented I I'm obsessed so good so good all right uh, next is one in a million by Aaliyah off her sophomore album One in a Million that was released in 1996. I had to mention Aaliyah because she is the princess of R&B, born yeah. in Brooklyn, raised in Detroit. She collaborated obviously with several people on this album, mainly Timberland and Missy Elliott, who were instrumental in giving her a whole new sound. It's very much her voice, but they just took her to a whole other level. Yeah, Dean and I are really huge fans of Aaliyah and we talk yes. about her a lot. And I have every single one of her albums. Like she's, she's probably, she's still up there as my all time favorite artist. Yeah. And I, I think, think so. her passing was a tremendous loss for music. Mm -hmm. I meant to ask you if, and I don't think you and I ever talked about it. Like, how did you feel about that single that was released with the weekend? 
because I don't think they re- they want to release this posthumous album of hers on release vocals. You know what? I think I think like they did that with Jeff Buckley as well. Yeah, sketches of my sweetheart, the drunk, or something. Or something. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's hard. So the fans, obviously, like because we, you, she was so young when she passed, and I feel like I'll take anything. Um, That's how I but feel. I, but yeah. I feel at the same time, I feel like it's would the artist be happy? Like artists are perfectionists. They want their music to be showcased in the best possible way to be finished, produced, you know? So I don't know. Would it make her happy ultimately? But I think, I think anything is better than just having it waste away because she's so talented. We should recognize that. I don't necessarily might know if we're going to do like a hologram of her. I think that's weird. Like, like let's leave holograms alone. But I mean, if there's material there, I guess it's okay. Right. Cause it's like, if you look at um, like visual artists, like painters, they'll put up their sketches, right? Like they'll use anything that they can, not only the finished work, but the sketches along the way, the small scale to large scale. So, I mean, it's been done. I don't think you and I might have a problem with it um i'm just happy that her music her uncle finally like relented and is allowing her music on streaming that makes me happy that makes me so happy yeah, i know he I know. he was holding on for a long time so i'm just like excited. you couldn't listen to any of the albums <laughs> no, that's right no. yeah i, I mean, mean it i think the single it's called poison for for anybody that was wondering and it was um duet i should say with the weekend and it was a bit controversial and received some mixed reviews i totally cried when i first heard it like right. i i made the mistake of listening to listening to the song in my office and i had to close oh, the door because i got really emotional <laughs> and it was released around christmas time which again i get really down around christmas right. time i'm not really a fan of holiday yeah. i mean it's great but i'm just it's not my favorite holiday and i think as fans we just want to hear her again yeah we want her to be alive and making new music yeah so and I like to think that if she was alive, like she would have a duet with The Weeknd. I think she would like his music. I don't know. I, I mean, so. you never know. No. But I didn't. I didn't mind it. I, I, it's just greed. We're just greedy. We just want to hear her. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Next up is "They Don't Know" by John B. Off of Cool Relax, nineteen ninety seven. Yes, I was one of those people that thought that John B was black. I did. I know. I love. I love that he's just this like slick white boy with like a little tiny. I like, thought goatee. Yeah, I really thought. Sorry, all my friends did too. When I was in high school, like me and my friends and I really didn't watch that much TV. We were actually out. We were listening to the radio. I mean, and I bought the CD. It was the '90s at the time, and I looked and I'm like, oh, he's white. <laughs> like, wait, is this the right one? Harmony House, don't sell me a bootleg. Yeah, what is this? But he's an incredibly talented, sexy singer. And I thought his duet with Tupac was fire. This is a beautiful song. I love him. I love John B. Um, Angel of Mine by Monica, Off the Boy is Mine, 1998. All right, were you more Brandy or Monica? It depends on the day, but I love them both. I think think I'm much more Monica. When I was younger, I was Brandy. And then as I got older, I was definitely more Monica. I I think I think both their vocals are just gorgeous. It's they're hard so to talented. pick. Yeah, they're I so think, talented. This song is beautiful too. I think "Love All Over Me" is one of my favorite love songs ever. It's stunning. 
Mm-hmm. And obviously Brandy's vocals is gorgeous too. But yeah. during COVID, I saw that um, Brandy versus Monica performance the verses, and they sang yeah. live the verses. That was amazing. Like those little concerts on IG were probably the best thing out of the pandemic. And no, nothing good came from the pandemic, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it just, it gave you some like happiness during a rough time. During Yeah, that was a really nice performance with them. Um, and it was fun to see everybody really get into it. And I remember on, I was taking a cab in like to my house and the guy had really good music on. So we we're just talking back and forth and we started doing a verses in the car. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, I'm like, okay, verses this or this. He's like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Cause he kept tripping me up with his verses. I'm like, you can't, it's hard. Like what you're giving me is impossible. I can't pick. He's like, you have to pick. I'm like, fine here's one for you. And he's like, what? No, this is intense. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I totally love verses. I I, I think I could beat the game. I don't know. (laughs) You could, I'm so bad at it. I, I, I'm just like, well, everybody's good. Like there's space for everyone. I'm annoying. (laughs) I just like, everybody's, everybody's a winner. Like I'm giving out gold stars to everybody. Oh Lord. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, Candy Rain by Soul For Real, released of in 1995. Course. I'm sorry. We of love the song. Of course. Of course. The song is adorable. And they're yes. like baby new edition, really. Very similar style. They're little high-pitched voices. This, oh. like, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's such a cute song. Yeah. All right. Um, next is I Want to Know by Joe. Off of My Name is Joe, 2000. Such a beautifully written song. Men need to study this song. Like, I love this song. <laughs> like, it's a gorgeous love song. Like, come on. Like, I want to know what makes you cry. I'm like, okay, it's beautiful. I'll stop. They should. I'll stop. They should. I agree. It's it's a beautiful song. Uh, Why Don't We Fall in Love by Amory off her debut album, All I Have, 2002. I felt there was something about her that stood apart from the other singers at the time. I really liked Amory. And I just started following her book club. Oh, wait, that's amazing. She has. OK, I'll get on that. She has her selections are very unique and diverse. I um, I'll keep you posted because I know okay. you're an avid reader and I, you would appreciate it. OK, great. I also have this song on my list. That's four. You do. Um, yeah. OK, that's amazing. OK, that is amazing. Right. We're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> We're in sync, babes. All right. Um, Last is Till the Cops Come Knocking by Maxwell off of Maxwell's Urban Suite 1996. Okay, just get this album and listen to the entire thing, top to bottom. That's it. That's the assignment. That's your only assignment. (laughs) And I'll be cheeky. I'll just add one honorable mention, which is really an album. And it's Jill Scott, um, who is Jill Scott. I, when I first listened to her, I freaked out. I was at work. I remember being at work and getting in the way was playing. And I was like, who is this? I immediately, like, I, I froze and I just didn't move until the song was over. I immediately bought the CD. Yeah. Like, it's, Who is Jill Scott is the album. You, you guys have to get on that. It's so good. I, was, I agree. This, I was kind of, you know, there's, there's certain albums that you revisit. Yeah. And I revisit that one. And it's, she has, the, the entire album from top to bottom is really, really good. Oh, so, what a, yeah. That's a really good debut album. But that's it for me. I know it's a lot. <laughs> no, I know. Here, just hold on to your hats. Mine's coming up now. Um, I'm so excited. Okay. The first one is Barry White's Never Never Gonna Give You Up from 1973, Stone Gone. Um, I mean, it's Barry. Like, it's Barry. I can't not 
put berry on an <laughs> R&B. Like a lot it's of babies a- were also made to berry. Okay. It's illegal. You you can't love him. And his voice is so rich and so deep and so smooth. And like, come on. Um, next is Shiggy Otis out of my head. 1974's inspirational information. Like one of my favorite songs ever. It's the coolest. Like it's R and B, but it's it sounds contemporary. It's I don't know how to like. It's just so cool. Chucky's the shit. Oh my god, it's so good. He all his songs are really good. Yeah, Shuggy Otis is like quite incredible, quite a incredible musician and an artist. Insane. Uh, Next up, we have Roger and Zap, Computer Love from 1985's The New Zap for You. Like, it was in the 80s. Apple was bringing out computers. Roger <laughs> and Zap were excited about it. And I love this song. I freaking love this song. It just sounds like what you think 80s autotune sounds like. It's perfect. It's incredible. Just And it's computer love. And our lives are being run com- by computers now, so we might as well just, you know, Love them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is a uh, Tom Tom Club Genius of Love from 1981's Tom Tom Club. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit of a funky add-on. It's like very what I would compare now to like indie music. It was like the indie of the 80s, but it is kind of funky and has like an R&B, somewhat disjointed melody. So I just because it's been it sampled there. a million times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it has, yeah. but it's just like it's so it's a bit disjointed, but it's good. And it's I just remember singing this as a kid and just thinking it was so funky and so cool. I'm like, wow, this is this is it. Yeah. Uh next up is I'll be sure night and day from 1998's 1988's in effect mode. You can't yeah. have an R and B album without I'll without be sure. I'll be sure. Exactly. What? And it was mentioned on Pose. I think was uh was the character's name Electra, the queen yeah. bee. It was the, the mother. queen bee. Yeah, the, the mother. mother yeah. was like something about I'll be sure, and I'm like, yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I love I'll be sure. <laughs> so good, so good, right? Uh, next up is Debarge. I like it from 1982's All This Love. Oh, yeah, I love this song. But that so brings much. me back. Oh, that is really nostalgia. <laughs> it's a sweet song. And that's the thing. I just tried to mix like the ones that just like I tried to go like 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, etc. But um, I'd love to barge. I can't I can't keep them off of here. And then Donny Hathaway. I love you more than you'll ever know from 1973's Extension of a Man. Donny Hathaway's voice uh, just like just gets me and I actually discovered Donny Hathaway when I was 18 like I'd heard his songs before but I never really researched him mm-hmm. so I bought a compilation it's called back to mind everything but the girl so there's this compilation record that would ask different artists to create a compilation of their favorite songs he was on there and I just really it clicked I I really just appreciated his voice and there's always like a bit of sadness in his voice so I think that's where it's also just as like even more beautiful so next is for some d's like this was on your list tender love i have yeah. it also in mine harold and melvin and the blue no- harold harold melvin and the blue notes featuring teddy pendergrass don't leave me this way off of 1975's wake up everybody i mean yes teddy pendergrass i love on. teddy pendergrass oh yeah. my god actually i'm gonna add one of his <laughs> do it i, like I have to add one of teddy's solos oh my god his voice so 
freaking good. It is just beautiful and it's lush because of Melvin and the blue notes. Like, oh, it just it's it's on my like top 100 songs. So good. So mm-hmm. good. Next is Aaliyah's four page letter from 1996 is one in a million. It's a beautiful, slow kind of subdued song where you really hear I think the lyrics and her vocals a lot more than just I just yeah. whenever I listen to it I just really focus in on her everything yeah. else is just supportive which is beautiful uh, next up is Raven Lene featuring Steve Lacey Skin Tight from 2022's Hypnos like beautiful voice beautiful song just yeah it, it's so nice to see good music I think still um still around good r&b yeah, still around but R&B. have you noticed that i don't know and i'm sure this has always been the case in music but a lot of music now regardless of the genre just kind of sounds the same like if you're listening to let's say hip-hop it's following like a trend and if you're listening to kind of like r&b i feel like it's harder to find unique sounds is that just it me? Okay. No, it does. It gets it gets okay. harder. And even even in hip hop, I remember really just falling in love with MF Doom because he didn't yes. sound like any anybody. Right. Because I feel like now the way we listen to music is streaming and to artist radios. And I just if I listen to a certain genre, like yeah, you know it's a different song, but it sometimes they're not really the artists aren't really distinguishable, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yep. All right. Next is Erica Badu. I'll call you back from 2015's But You Can't Use My Phone. This is oh, a short, so sweet, good. beautiful song. I love her. I absolutely, I just love her music. She is so talented and so incredible. I just, this song is sweet, short, and perfect. Yeah. And I added it on here because I can, and I did. Um, Next is Mint Condition, Breaking My Heart, Pretty Brown Eyes from 1991's Meant to Be Mint. Oh, It's so... <laughs> this is it's like so a slow, cute. sad gem. This is like what yeah. they put on at like junior... like Or like middle school's like dances Dance. and stuff. Yeah. It, they, they did it on mine, so... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Well, I didn't go to anything until it was like high school homecoming. So I don't I forgot. I know that they played Lady in Red and I was wearing red. That was it. That's all I remember. I couldn't tell you anything else. Um, and even then, like, because I, I went to, I graduated in the early 2000s. Okay. And um, I remember, like, I had, I loved my dress, but it did not look like all the other girls' dresses. It was like a bit. It was like reminiscent of a 1950s dress because it had tulle on top and it kind of was an A-line midi. And I mean, I loved it, but I was like, can I just wear a slinky, strappy dress like every other girl? But no, No. my mother would not allow it. (laughs) So I had to be prim and proper. Um, Oh, gosh, the strict mom. ah, The strict moms. Uh, Next up is D'Angelo, Untitled, How Does It Feel from 2000s Voodoo. I knew you were gonna mention D'Angelo. Of course, yeah. I oh, mean, I love gosh. him. I love him so much. I love him, and I'm I'm so kind good. of sad at how he retreated because fans were like um, rabied for him. He really didn't like the attention, yeah. and I just can't imagine how uncomfortable it is for celebrities. Um, oh, it just it makes me shudder, you know, to think of like 
like celebrities are people they're just people they're just good at this one thing that we all happen to like like they're not i don't want to say they're not special they're talented but like to lose your mind over a celebrity that you're never going to meet in your life <laughs> maybe it's because it's like music movies books kind of help us along in life whether it's bad or good it kind of they're there for us and so i think people put a lot of stock into the people that create those but still yeah. guys like come on yeah. Ew. like leave people alone leave d'angelo yeah. alone okay next up this was on your list tevin campbell can we talk oh. so you know i know like can we talk for a minute i just want to know your name like where was this pickup line when I was dating? We didn't have no. <laughs> Where was this pickup line when I was dating? No. I got the hey, ugh, like, <laughs> drooling men, like not even knowing how to speak. Great things. Amazing. You know what? Okay, side note. I'm here I go, right? Here we go. Um, no, we all, we need to do this every time. So every time. So I've been watching a lot of surprise, surprise period pieces because I do like them and I enjoy them. And over the holiday uh christmas i was home and i was watching the first season of gilded age with my mom it's on hbo because the second mm -hmm. season's come out i've caught up on it but i was just something to do with my mom we're watching it and the one of the two characters were reciting authors like a passage from an author to each other like a line and i was like man why don't we do that anymore sometimes you know i can i don't have the words to convey how I feel or something that maybe help you out. Why don't I just quote an author? Like what happened to that kind of, I don't know. Oh, my tradition? dream. I know we should do that. I'll do that with you. I'll I think that's, quoting. I think we need to start doing that. My dreams so would be if a guy like would read Yates, out loud to you? Yates, Yates to me out loud, yes. like yes. read when you're old to me out loud. And then I will, <laughs> I'll marry you and die. <laughs> But that's the thing, like that. So that's the thing too. And again, not to harp on because things weren't better then. They were just different. They didn't have the technology we have now. Yeah. I don't think it was like better living. No, I'm just saying like there are some things that every generation does. It's beautiful that maybe we should, you know, kind of keep in our tradition. For example, like people go crazy gifting. I've never really understood it. It was never a part of my family growing up. Um, you know, we're middle class and my parents didn't believe in, I maybe, maybe had maybe two gifts a few times in my life growing up. And I was like, it was fine. Right. Like yeah. for Christmas, um, from my parents, but like, so I'm watching this other show and they just give small little sentimental gifts or, I don't know. I'm just like, I think books are special. I don't know. I'm just old. I'm old. And I'm, I'm, getting I, older and you know I well just, i'm i'm gonna tell thought, you the thought that counts i just wish of course i totally yeah. agree with you i'm gonna tell you one of my i really don't make resolutions anymore i've stopped doing no, that I completely do that yeah. but something i would like to do is write um letters more handwritten yes. letters all right you and i can start it that's that's my you know i i, I guess that's my yeah, I guess that that's it. I, I want to start writing more handwritten letters because I've completely lost my penmanship thanks to computers. Yes. It's in the toilet. It's gone. Great, I used to have great print. No, great mine print is, mine is horrible. Horrible. I don't think you can even, I'll write it, but you might not be able to read it. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm still going to write it. It's the effort that counts. It is the effort. And I think that like, as much as I love, oh, this is not going to 
I don't think there's going to be many fans of this. But there are a few people where I keep the Christmas cards from. I always like, keep the Christmas cards. I do. No, I can't. Not all of them. I do. Some, actually, it's no, weird. You know what I do. I just threw out a bunch from like the years past. But I have a suggestion to make for people that want to send out photographs or um, Christmas cards with a family photo. If it's to close family and friends, just include a photo from whatever your professional photo session so that they can frame it and put it on display all year long as opposed to just like sticking it in a drawer. Because I, I love photos of my friends and family. I think that's I love to fill my house with people that I love and I, you know, I don't live close by to people. So I like to look at photos, but instead of, cause a lot of people just recycle those, you know, so yeah. include yeah. a photo, they can stick it in a photo album. They can put it on their mantle, you know, thing, yeah. things are, things are just different. We should all be reciting Keats and Yates yes. and uh, Bronte to each other and Kafka because why not? All right. That's it. We have an assignment. That's it. <laughs> that's okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Faith Evans featuring Carl Thomas, Can't Believe, 2001's Faithfully album. Yeah. Faith is just, I don't think she got her dues because, you know, whatever. But um, she's an incredible singer. I love her so much. Next is Cleo Soul, When I'm in Your Arms from 2020's Rose in the Dark. Anything the by closest, her. The closest I can get to Sade. The cl- I any, mean, any anything person. by the, her. The closest, yeah. Uh, next is Shanice, I Love Your Smile from 1991's Inner Child. This is a beautiful, obscure, now I think it's become more obscure, but it's a beautiful R&B track from the 90s. She was so one of the ones happy. I cut. Oh my gosh. Oh, really? So yes. We have five. We have we five. five. Yes. And That's actually, no, I was going to cut D'Angelo because I, I cut six. Genuine. I, uh, genuine, yeah. He's I cut good, genuine. But... I was gonna put so anxious, like meet me eleven thirty. I wasn't meeting anybody at eleven thirty. I had curfew. So are you kidding? Me? I mean, uh, my parents were not about that life. They're like, no, no, you're in your bed. Yeah. Um. Next up is Usher Climax from 2012's Looking for Myself. All right. I'm really glad you put in Usher. This <laughs> song, happy. Millie. This song, I cr- like when I tell you I cry. This is like an R&B opera for me. It is beautiful. It is moving. His vocals, the um, production, the instrumentation, like 10 out of 10. I wish it won all the Grammys. It's just, it's a stunner. Like, forget the rest of the album. This song. Yeah. Actually, this is one of my favorite songs by him of all time out of everything he's put out. I love Usher. I think he's great. And and, an entertainer and such a freaking good dancer. My God. Yeah. Yeah. He has it all. Um. Sade, Hang On To Your Love, 1984's Diamond Life. What a beautiful song. That and album. It's, it's girl. Oh. Diamond Life is a great album. So good. Oh, God, I love her. I like. I had a whole like week of just listening to her. I'm surprised. <laughs> it didn't, like, mess she up needs my, to like... be uh, prescribed. Yeah, she does. She needs to be prescribed. That's all yeah. I have to say. Like They need yeah. to prescribe Sade. If Driving? you're having a bad day. You, Are you, you driving a lot? Listen to Sade. That's Long it. walks, put Sade, Sade on. You're around your house, Sade. You hate everybody, Sade. Sade. <laughs> you might still hate people, but at least you have Sade. But it's Sade. Your, your, your <laughs> um, next is Prince, If I Was Your Girlfriend from 1987's Sign of the Times. Yes. Prince had to be on here. 
my Maxwell. That um, is so good. <laughs> and if I was your if girlfriend. If I was your girlfriend. Yeah, I love this song. That's probably, that's my favorite song, I think. Well, actually, no. My favorite Prince song is Pussy Control. But <laughs> that's a good one, too. I do that's love this song. Oh, so good. I know. Okay, next is Maxwell's Ascension, Don't Ever Wonder, from 1986's Maxwell's Urban Hang Suit. Ah. This also beautiful, like, the way he hits those high notes, it just Ooh, so oh, good. God. He's so cute too. <laughs> like, I gave you guys the assignment. Him. You need to listen to this entire album. Period. It's so good. And then on your list is also in my list. Amory's "Why Don't We Fall in Love" and Joe. I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you know we want to know. <laughs> this is so funny, guys. We really didn't discuss our our hits, no. like our tracks. So this is really uh -uh. cool. Uh -uh. No, and I try not to look at. I think we would have had more because there are like there are the R and B hits that everybody loves for a reason. They're very good songs, and so I'm not surprised. But like six songs, way to go, babes! We did it. Yeah, <laughs> we have good taste. Yeah, according to us. <laughs> Period. We do. <laughs> Period. That's right, guys. If there's one that we missed, let us know. Yeah. We'll add it to the playlist. Yeah, I mean, I was going to put on Stevie Wonder and I was going to put on like Barry Gibbs. But, you know, I I just felt like this was like for me, again, this is my personal quintessential R&B playlist. Um, but there's so many. My God, there's so many. And then you go into the veins of the genre, too, and then you find even more. More, Yeah. 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 And even but... I mean, yeah, we cut a lot. We cut a lot. But it's OK. I mean, yeah, but we ha we imagine if we would have kept it, it would a two hour show. Yeah. who's listening no i'm happy that you guys listen to the one hour <laughs> exactly like one hour is too much but we're still here don't push it uh, all right what'd you listen to today um lately i've been listening to a lot of dark wave i love the genre i love the artists i think my favorite artist from that genre right now is trust it's a canadian artist nice um, yeah i love dark wave obviously not a surprise there but no what about you last um that song was from gaza with love by saint levant oh, i love saint levant i love his voice he's incredible so sexy he knows I'm just, it too, though. It's so annoying. He knows. He knows he he's knows hot. It. He knows he's he hot. He knows he's hot. Yeah. That's I'm just a turn I'm, off for me. I don't like that. Oh, I know, but he does have a good voice. <laughs> he just, he has a, no, he has a totally good voice. But I'm just saying, like, like it's good for people to have confidence. But I feel like if that's your personality, just knowing that you're good looking, like that gives me the <laughs> biggest ick. Like that gives me the biggest ick. Like, please have some more substance than that. Oh, I get what you're saying, but an insecure man is is um a terror just just quote really? me on that like good-looking people can also be insecure i've dated a few <laughs> they're not fun <sighs> I, insecurity I... is like no i'm just saying like if all your eggs like okay this is i think where i i see it the most is on tiktok and you have i'm used i've been conditioned and used to women putting up thirst traps i'm used to it it doesn't yeah. affect me i just move past it but when i see guys do it i get so grossed out like just get so grossed out i don't know it's probably something that's like the patriarchy yeah. whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. 
But it's not cute when men are like when men do it. No, it's not yeah. <laughs> at and, all. And you go to their profiles, that TikTok bunge like the Paul Bunyan guy. What's his name? The guy that cuts down trees and like the trees. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. I got one better. It's all the cooks. The cooks. Oh, they're so vulgar. But the it's cooks. <laughs> and here's the thing. Like so you're just vulgar. like, I just want to eat the damn donut. I don't care what you look like. <laughs> I send it to my friend because I know, like, I just like I want to like, eat the food. I, I just, I can't eat it after that. I can't handle, I can't eat food handled like that. Are you kidding me? You can't sexualize everything. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, for a dog. Oh, God. The one that's Max the Joe. Oh, oh, oh. There's another one that literally, and I hate to use this verbiage, but like, Oh, God. uses his appendages to like touch everything in a very bad manner like i don't even want to say oh that. i oh i think yeah. i know which one you're talking yeah. no so no no ma'am because i like to like scandalize her and i'm like if i if my eyes are burning your eyes should be burning too and she's like why do you send me this i'm like well and now you can't unsee it, it. now no. you can't unsee it no, like, it's, it's so gross. bad it's gross. it's gross and i'm sorry not even they're like that okay they're just no it's an act it's for the it's it's for the buck it is it's for the buck because i can assure you they don't know what to do with a female a woman a female a woman yeah and you know so just stick to i guess stick to the dough yeah fondle the dough (laughs) because no i i totally agree with you i cannot like yeah that guy that like is the the Paul Bunyan lumberjack guy <laughs> and I'm sure his like partner the woman is like filming it because she's like hey might as well make a buck but it's like it's a weird sexualization I can't imagine sexualizing my partner for the yeah. internet it's weird oh no, it's so weird I can't imagine sexualizing myself sexualizing myself for the internet much less like my partner do you know what I'm saying yeah the most no. you get out of me is feet pics that's it <laughs> no. that's all I could do no it's just weird it's just so weird I feel so old. <laughs> so old. I I don't I don't know. I'm just honestly, I'm so happy we did this episode. It's this is fun. It's been a really rough couple of months. It's been so rough and it doesn't seem to be getting any better, but better. Think- no, a friend of the pod actually asked me like she is not active on IG anymore and I know yeah. a few people that listen to us, listen to the podcast but do not follow us on social media. Okay. And she asked like why haven't you guys released any new episodes and i honestly just honestly told her because everything feels irrelevant everything yeah. feels irrelevant in the face of what's happening yeah everything feels unnatural everything feels like a privilege and yeah. it doesn't feel it just didn't feel right for us and it was really hard to to focus or even listen to music which is unheard yeah. of for us yeah and I, I kind of told, I'm like, we really didn't want to take any space away or energy from what, what everybody should be demanding, which is a permanent ceasefire. So I, I honestly, it was just, it's been rough. Like it's been even rough. So it's like now doing this, I'm like, oh gosh, I, I really needed this. <laughs> it's still hard to even look at the phone, but you can't no, look away. Can't. And because no. you have to bear witness, like you have much, to bear much less, like you have a lump in your throat, much less yeah. record a podcast episode. But yeah. we're really happy oh, to be God. back. I we am are. sorry. Yes, we are happy. I'm happy. We're <laughs> super happy to be back. And we do. We have faith. I. Yeah. I, I just. Don't I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So. I don't know, honey. I don't have faith, but I just. I'm. 
I'm definitely more grateful. I'm just grateful for we have music. the things that I have in my life. I have music. I have my friends. I have my family. And honestly, as as a woman who has parents in the Middle East, as a person whose family survived genocide, I have to live. Like, I have to live my life. It's important that I live my life because what was their sacrifice for? Why did they come here? That's right. So I have to, like, why are people in Palestine dying? Like, I have to just be a witness to their peril and speak every time about it and just also be a proud Chaldean American woman, Armenian, Arab, whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. my title is now. But yeah, <laughs> I just, I think that like, I think I'm not like, it's, it's, it's very complicated, but I'm just so happy to have this space with you and talk yeah. about things that I love that makes me happy because I can, and I'm very grateful for it. And you guys, thank you for sticking around. If you've heard us and you know, we we're wondering, we are back. And thank you for listening to us because it honestly, anybody, any one person that listens to the show, it means the world to us. It really does. We appreciate your thoughts. And we also like hearing the feedback. And if you have any suggestions or comments, it's always fun to kind of discuss music with everyone. The more the merrier, honestly. Well, we might do a live. <laughs> maybe day. maybe for valentine's day a valentine's be- live yeah, hint hint live wink wink yeah, <laughs> nudge, I, nudge. i'll be wearing black as usual so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah a valentine's live would be really awesome to do i think that's that would so again suggestions comments what kind of live do you want to see do you have any questions for millie and i outside of music we'll we'll answer whatever we can we're just happy to be there yeah yeah let us know thanks again for spending time with us on this episode we look forward to hearing your thoughts and requests feel free to reach out to us via our twitter tiktok or instagram see you next week Bye. bye